0: As a charge nurse, you can be a confident and dynamic leader who supports the nursing team and guides their patient care. Grand Canyon University's RN to BSN online degree program equips you with strategies that prepare you to manage the ever-changing realities of healthcare while maintaining focus on family support and patient outcomes. What do you think making a difference in healthcare looks like? GCU offers over 250 high-quality online programs like this one. Find your purpose at Grand Canyon University. Visit gcu.edu. absolutely anybody could be like mary be like mary log on to chumbacasino.com and play for free now no purchase necessary void were prohibited by law 18 plus terms and conditions apply see website for details the voice of the preceding commercial was not the actual voice of the winner
1: this episode is powered by pod Poddex. Poddex are unique interview questions and episode starting prompts
0: in the palm of your hand
1: Welcome to the Cinema Gold Show. I'm your host, Larry Leese. Today we're diving into the latest box office news, movie news, and streaming news from around the industry. Welcome to the Cinema Gold Show. I'm your host, Larry Leese. Today we're diving into the latest headlines from around the industry. But first, I'd like to thank our sponsor, Poddex, for sponsoring this episode. What is Poddex, you ask? It is a great question. Poddex, the hottest new tool for podcasters looking to have more meaningful conversations or gamify their podcast. Simply shuffle up, ask a question, let the content roll. Get yours today at poddex.com and use the code Larry21 for 10% off your order. And now let's dive into today's first topic. We're going to dive into Moon Knight Episode 2. One of Marvel Studios' best. Streaming Shows Moon Knight Episode 2 allows Arthur Harrow to monologue a little about his evil plan, while Steven discovers that he too can summon the suit. Kinda. Warning, this review contains spoilers for Marvel's Moon Knight, but hey, it's been out for almost a week. Is Mark Spector just imagining all this? That's been a question that Marvel Comics has waltzed with before in Episode 2 of Moon Knight summon the suit decides it's fair game via his alternate identity as such we join stephen grant after his encounter with the jackal while he attempts to figure out how much the horrifying experience was caught on camera the answer none bar stephen pelting it about the museum with the wind up his arse but at the end of the footage we see mark give the camera a surly look and stephen is understandably upset the damage to the museum's toilets is certainly very real. Steven is summarily fired for his partner in destruction, while his HR manager offers him an opportunity to attend a mental health group. To his credit, Steven is starting to think it might be a good idea, regardless of his current employment status. But he decides to seek further proof that Mark, Konshu, and Harrow are all real nonetheless. After chatting to Crowley and using a storage locker key as a clue, Steven discovers a safe place where Mark stores his gun, money, and passport. In a disgusted way, Stephen discarded said gun absolutely slayed me. Isaac is doing some phenomenal physical comedy in this show. Steven also finds the golden scarab he stole his Mark during episode 1. Mark and Steven finally have a heart-to-heart where Handsome Mark finally explains that he serves the moon god, Khonshu, and is his avatar on Earth. Mark has been tasked with protecting the vulnerable and dealing out justice, naturally. Stephen believes this to be utterly nonsense, so he takes Mark's things and runs away, pursued by a terrifying vision of Konshu. Having featured as a disembodied voice in the previous episode, Layla has since tracked the flip phone. She is apparently Mark's estranged wife, who he abandoned some time ago. She is aware that he is the Moon Knight, has seemingly processed that wild information long ago, but when Stephen desperately tries to convince Layla that he isn't Mark, she is confused. In a reflection, Mark is distressed by Layla's arrival, even as Stephen expresses a love for French poetry and hieroglyphics, Layla's own passions. It appears that Mark's alternate identity has unwittingly embraced these things as a way to stay close to her. This is all quite heartbreaking and I love all the subtle character work in this episode. I might be in the minority here, but I also appreciate the way the show uses reflective services to underscore the conflict between Mark and Steven. The set design really helps as well. Arthur Harrow's followers arrive and take Stephen to his base, where Harrow realizes that Mark is mentally unwell and decides to open up about his evil plan. This includes the first of two twists I was definitely not expecting. Harrow is one of Conchu's former avatars now despises him. He tells Stephen he cannot trust the moon god, that his justice comes too late. Ammon can eliminate people before they're even done anything bad. Isn't that better? No. No, it isn't. God damn it, Harrow. Hawk is such a stellar actor that we almost buy into it. Anyway, Harrow wants to use the scarab to find the tomb and free her. Stephen thinks his vision of a world purged of potential evil doers is deeply flawed, and he's right. Luckily, Layla arrives and distracts Harold with the scarab before he can mess with Stephen's head any further. And he responds by summoning another jackal from the underworld. Get a new shtick, Harrow. Jackals are played out now, my dude. At this point in the episode, Moon Knight is ready to upset some Marvel comic fans because Stephen and Layla try to escape. Stephen manages to summon his own Moon Knight suit, the dapper Mr. Knight version. Created by Declan Shelby and Warren Ellis for their iconic series, a few Moon Knight purists are bound to be pissed off at that flailing, hapless Grant as the one portraying the historically ice-cool Mr. Knight. But eh, whatever, I'm fine with it. Besides, Stephen might grow into it. Regardless of the style, the stoop, protects Steven, and he now has enhanced strength, and definitely doesn't make him a great fighter, but he enjoys scrapping with Harrow's creature, and eventually manages to save both his own life and Layla's, by right? relinquishing control of his body to Mark, who dots the fully caped version of the costume and makes light work of the beast. It's good fun, and there's a ton of really appealing gothic framing in the sequence. Turns out Steven and Mark have to take the L., Though as Harrow acquires the Scarab after it is lost in battle, and Harrow's mask slips when he kills a homeless man without Ahmed's judgment in play, Mark and Steven then have a heated discussion where Mark says that whoever is in their body now seems has the most strength and control over their mind. Mark says he plans to disappear and let Steven have his body after he has finished repaying his debt to Khonshu, but he is also worried that Khonshu plans to make Leila the next moon night. Steven hates all the danger and violence inherent to Mark's life and gets upset, provoking Mark. Conchu doesn't help by acting like a Billy Big Bollocks about their agreement, having no time for Mark's increasing mental health issues, and informing that since he saved Mark's life, his body now belongs to him. As a result, Mark grumpily heads to Egypt to stop Harrow. That's it for this week. But can I just add that I love the shows end credits? They're really slick a great score too. Let us know in the comment section below what did you think of episode two? Um, and as always, please give us a thumbs up if you liked the video, and subscribe to be notified of future videos. And now on to our next topic, Stranger Things season 4's trailer has finally been released. The wait for the full Stranger Things season four trailer is finally over. And with three minutes of nonstop action, I'm willing to say it was worth the wait. It's been nearly three years since fans took a trip to Hawkins, Indiana to catch up with Eleven, Will, and the rest of their adventuring party. Netflix and the Stranger Things team have tried to ease the long hiatus in the recent months with the teaser trailer, four epic posters, and some exciting images from the upcoming episodes. However, today's trailer has finally given us our first full-scope look at the new season in all its upside-down glory. It's been six months since the Battle of Starcourt, and our heroes have scattered to the winds, some for their own safety, some against their own will. With the adventuring parties separated for the first time, we find each of them trying to move on with their lives to varying degrees of success. Looks like Lucas may have some newfound popularity as a member of the basketball team, while Dustin and Mike have joined the Hellfire Club. An advanced Dungeon Dragons game at Hawkins High, Max is still struggling with her own grief over Billy's death. Will and all Eleven find themselves struggling to fit in all the way across the country. As the heart-pounding strains of an epic trailer remix of Journey's Separate Ways filter in, and get a closer look at Hopper. Detained in a Russian prison fighting for his life. Joyce getting a mysterious package from the other side of the world. And Steve. Robin, and Nancy exploring unknown parts of Hawkins. The new trailer also tees up an absolutely insane battle of the upside-down versus, well, the right-side-up. Dr. Owens arrives in California without an ounce of subtlety to let Eleven know that a war is coming, and he doesn't think they can win it without her. However, Eleven reveals that she still hasn't gotten her powers back after losing them at the end of last season. With flashbacks to Elle's past, the introduction of what looks like demo bats, and almost everyone taking a trip to the Upside Down, Season 4 looks to be the series' most expansive and heart-racing set of episodes yet. The trailer teases new threats around almost every corner, with our heroes facing trouble across the whole world, not just Hawkins. And Jopper fans, there's hope for us yet. Looks like Joyce is leading the charge to rescue Hopper. We also get a chilling glimpse at season four's final boss, with an incredible soundtrack, plenty of references to 1980s pop culture, and shots that require fans to go frame by frame to catch it all. The trailer is not to be missed. Stranger Things season four also stars Charlie Heaton, Priya Ferguson, Brett Gilman, Matthew Modine, with horror icon Robert Englund appearing in an unknown role. And a massive supporting cast. Stranger Things Season 4 Volume 1 returns on May 27th. And Volume 2 hits Netflix later this summer, July 1st. We want to know what you think about Season 4 coming. Are you a fan of the show? Have you watched all the seasons? And how ready are you for Season 4? Let us know. And now on to our next topic. Undertaker podcast is in the works. The WWE Hall of Famer, The Undertaker, is launching his own podcast. So let's talk about it. WWE Hall of Famer, The Undertaker, is quietly riding off into the sunset. The Dead Man is reportedly joining the podcast game. WWE and Peacock both convincing him to start his own show. Fans got to witness Vince McMahon inducted an Undertaker into the Hall of Fame on the eve of WrestleMania 38. this new report turns out to be true, Undertaker would join his fellow Hall of Famer Stone Cold Steve Austin with his own po- pe- podcast as the Texas Rattlesnake currently hosts Broken Skull Sessions. The tweet from WrestleVotes reads, quote, In a show similar to that of Broken Skull Sessions, Peacock and... WWE have convinced The Undertaker to enter the podcasting world. Soros states his new show should begin airing within the next few months, a fascinating concept that was unfathomable just a few years back. At this time, there isn't a word on the type of format Undertaker's new podcast would take. McMahon and Undertaker have had a close relationship throughout his career in WWE, as fans learn in Undertaker's The Last Ride documentary. Undertaker is also one of the biggest legends in not just WWE, but the wrestling business in its entirety. So having McMahon do the honors was something many assumed would happen. During the last ride, the Undertaker talked about his retirement and, and that it was just time to leave the ring. Though he did leave the door open just a bit for a possible return. So I want to know, would you subscribe to a podcast hosted by The Undertaker? Let us know your thoughts in the comments section below. Me personally, I'm not a big wrestling fan, but I'd really like to see his podcast. Hopefully it's about his time in the industry, his thoughts, and other stuff related to his career and the industry as a whole. And now on to our next topic the batman is set to debut on hbo max next week if you miss dc's latest version of the batman in theaters or simply don't feel like spending three hours with strangers in a dark room you'll be glad to know that hbo is bringing the cape crusader to your screen sooner than later the streaming platform is set to debut the robert pattinson version of bruce wayne next week with a linear premiere on the hbo channel to follow this new version of the Batman isn't connected to the DC Extended Universe, in which we saw Ben Affleck's version of the billionaire-turned-superhero. Director and screenwriter Matt Reeves decided to focus on the detective side of Batman, and crafted a story inspired by Alfred Hitchcock and famous movies like Chinatown and Zodiac. This last weekend, the Batman managed to cross $735 million at the global box office which perpetuates the blockbuster spot as the highest-grossing film of 2022 so far. And with an impressive turnout, if you factor in the pandemic times, even though the Batman is separate from other DC superheroes, the movie kicks off a Batman shared universe that is set to feature not only two sequels, but also a Penguin-centered spinoff TV series and an additional spinoff series focused on Arkham Asylum. The screenplay of the Batman was co-written by Reeves with Peter Craig, and the elements of the story and the appearance of a famous villain in the end already had us speculating about what's next for the new vision version excuse me, of the wildly popular hero and franchise. The new Batman will debut on April 18th with a premiere on HBO to follow on April 23rd at 8 p.m. Eastern. And now on to our popular segment, the Poddex segment. And now our Poddex segment. Today's question is, if you could harmoniously unite two countries into one, what two countries would you choose? That's a tough question. I'm going to go with... Saudi Arabia... And... I need like a wild card country. Um, let's see. Saudi Arabia and North Korea. I think that would be a wild country together. Let us know in the comment section below, what two countries would you form harmoniously? And as always, if you want to support the show, you can buy us a coffee at buymeacoffee.com slash cinemagold. Your support helps the channel grow, bring in new hosts, be able to pay them, hire new writers and editors. And as always, thank you so much for watching and listening. We will see you next time. You have been watching The Cinema Gold Show. Follow us on Twitter at Cinema Gold Show. Find us on Instagram at the Cinema Gold Show. And on Facebook. Facebook.com slash the Cinema Gold Show.
0: Mary redeemed a 50000 dollars cash prize playing Chumbo Casino online. I was only playing for fun, so
1: winning was a dream come true.
0: Chumba Casino is America's favorite free online social casino. You too could have the chance to win life-changing cash prizes. Absolutely anybody could be like Mary. Be like Mary. Log on to ChumboCasino.com and play for free now. No purchase necessary. Void where prohibited by law. 18 plus terms and conditions apply. See website for details. The voice of the preceding commercial was not the actual voice of the winner. Without the ones like you who work tirelessly to keep things running, everything would suddenly stop. Hospitals, factories, schools, and power plants. They all depend on you. No matter the weather, emergency, or time of day, you're the ones who get it done.